Hello, welcome. Maybe this title confuses you. What do we really need from the society? Why do I want to talk about this question? Let me briefly give you the background. A couple days ago, I hung out with my several friends who were Republicans. Personally, I'm not Democrat or Republican because I just agree part of their political opinions. Never agree with either of them totally. For example, I love Repub Republicans' economy policies. You know,、uh, middle class matters and huge social aids for poor people can be counterproductive. On the other hand, I love Democrats' respect for citizens' personal life and their liberal of Uh, liberal spirits of life. Both of them, both of them have something that I admire and respect. Choosing a side is hard. I believe myself is politically neutral, which means I'm the left wing for my dear Republican friends. All things are relative. So every time we hang out, I would pray in my heart, "Don't talk about politics, please don't. I just want to have fun." But they never gave me easy time. So a couple days ago, we. Hang out, and they were complaining about the Democrat Party being charged now, and then how they messed up with the economy. And I said, as politely as possible, well, economic growth is not the only matters or matters most to us in our society. I could tell from their face that they couldn't believe what I just said. That's why I'm doing this topic in my channel to share with you why I don't think economic situation matters most. For record, I'm not saying economy is not vital. What I want to say is achievement of economy should not be the only or the most crucial goal of a country. However, for the poor countries that the people who live under the poverty line, I'm not saying this to you. You need to do whatever you need to do to survive. Probably we all heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which are basic needs, psychological needs, and self-fulfillment needs. Thriving economy covers people's basic needs and even some psychological needs. But how can it help people to actualize themselves? The richest people, the top one percent, also can suffer from the voids in their life. All that glitters is not gold. So, what do we really need to be fully satisfied from our society? I don't know if you ever lived in a rich but non-democratic country. That was not fun. It feels like being imprisoned in a golden palace-like house, with all the privileges and the fancy stuff. You have everything but freedom and free will. Imagine a rich country is like this. People can't vote out the leaders who they despised because they don't have voting rights at all. Citizens have no idea who will be the next president because the shifting of duty has become an inside game. Entrepreneurs are strangely afraid of their success because because a successfully company will be soon owned by the government who always take whatever they want, like bandits and pirates. Women are forbidden from work because of aging population problem. Governments need women to stay at home to give birth to babies. Gay people cannot legally marry, have children, or be accepted in by the society. Scientists only can do the research that the government needs, cares, or proves. Scholars can be arrested or imprisoned because of their honesty and candor about politics. Peacefully protesting, they would be arrested by police. Commenting unpleasantness about policy online will be pu punished by national security forces. If someone knew this kind of society existing, and they still claim that. Economy situation matters most people, and the citizens should be cheerful for the government's economic achievement. 
I swear to God, I will beat the shit out of, the, of them. However, of course, if they are suffering from poverty and they believe money is everything and money can solve their problem, I totally understand that their belief as they should. I don't know if you like the country that I described, but I can tell you I hate it. That kind of society deprives people's autonomy, privacy, freedom, and free will. As an econ economist Hayek once said, the argument for liberty is not an argument against organization, which is one of the most powerful tools humans can employ, but an argument against all exclusive, privileged, monopolistic organization against the, the use of coercion to prevent others from doing better. In other words, what, what we the people should be careful about is not the great goals that the government encourage us to strive for. What we should fear is that the government or the whole society treat people as tools or the pathway to those great goals. Human beings are supposed to be the end, the destination, the final purpose. The government that consider people as means rather than the end is the enemy of the democracy and humanity. And the society with this kind of government has no chance to be great at all. It will, be, it, it will not be good ethically, politically, or culturally, no matter how rich, how economically developed it is. Some of you may have heard of one-child policy in East Asia. One-child policy was aiming to solve the problem that the population goes too fast to, to survive because of good food crisis in East Asia in the 70s, said the government. That was a brutal and dark history. Pregnant women who already had the child would be forced to have abortions and then do the birth control without their consent. Some families were too afraid to keep their second babies, so they had to give them to adoption or leave them on the streets. If the baby was born and the family wanted to keep it, they would have to pay a huge fine to government. Regular people impossibly could afford it. One child policy was implemented until 2015. Maybe now you think, oh, thank God, finally nightmare is gone. Far from that. From 2015 to 2021 May, all families were allowed to have two children, maximum two children. Why did they change? Because the society was dramatically aging and the gender ratio was far from balanced, which was not surprising. Policymakers should know better. Social scientists have warned them millions of times that this crime would happen sooner or later. Nobody listened. Unfortunately, two children policies still could not fix those consequences. Therefore, in East Asia, a couple of days ago, they have three children policy. What the fuck? Why can't they just let people do their businesses? How many children a family has or wants? It's supposed to be a family issue between the couple. When the government intervened in private life and the choice, society and the market will lose the autonomy to do the best. As we can see, an organization that wants to control everything eventually accomplishes nothing. So many dictators control people in the name of greater good. Don't believe that. People are not naive babies. A mature society should aware that people can be responsible for their choice and that they should have choices. If economy was not the most important thing that we should ask for from society, then what else ought to be? Here is my answer, privacy and freedom. These two words to some extent are the main differences between dictatorship and democracy. We are living in a world where the information and the data are the king. 
Governments and tycoons fight for people's private information, although they have different motivations. For governments, they need information as much as possible to remain the stability of their regime. They don't want to hear anything that could sway their authorities. So they try so hard to obtain voters' information or citizens' information. You know, some countries even have no voters. The clients of big companies mostly simply want more profits. We in turn our private information. Um, or even our biological information into internet or public system because we believe it's safe and protected. But do we really have privacy these days? Have Have you ever been called by strangers who knows your name? Have you ever been mailed by big companies to sell you something even you never give them your address? Have you watched the commercials online about exactly what you are interested in and once searched? I always wonder that our private information probably is the, another tax that we pay government. Regular people have no choice. If those information was in the wrong hand, threatening people's security, shouldn't we have the right to keep our privacy private? And freedom, of course, it could not be more familiar to Americans. Freedom of speech is already carved in Americans' bones, but it's not common for other countries. And what about other freedoms? Don't don't they matter? Freedom of marriage, freedom of religion, freedom of giving birth, freedom of living their goddamn private life. Freedom of a part of people is rather a privilege than the freedom. If the same-sex marriage is ill was illegal, then marriage is a heterosexual privilege. If Islam was officially considered as a terrorist, then Christians nothing but a privilege. If abortion and pro-choice were crime. Then don't you dare claim that women enjoy the freedom as the same as men because men are never taught what they can or cannot do with their body. What makes freedom so valuable, glorious, worthy of fighting for is that freedom is for everyone. The privilege is only for the privilege. In a civil society, people worship of freedom and despise the privilege. But. Be careful. Some people who enjoy the privileges will whitewash their privileges by shaming and undervaluing others' freedom in the name of freedom of themselves. Let me show you a typical example. The people who are heteronormative or claim abortion and murder generally shame LGBT people's private life and undervalue women who had abortion because of their own freedom of religion. I'm so angry with them. I always want to. Ask those people, what the hell is your religion believed to do with other people? So just be clear: if the freedom that you have and a lot of people don't, is the privilege, stop bragging about them. That would be condescending. Based on the reality, freedom is more likely from secular society rather than government or authorities. Our social culture should be more tolerant and big-hearted. And everyone needs to realize that we share the same planet, and nobody needs to control. If we don't want to be dominated, then do not try to be a dominator at first. I appreciate the economy achievement that provides us modern lifestyles, but it's far from being enough. Money brings me feast, but freedom gives me taste. That's also why I would vote for the Democrats. Also, I do prefer. Republicans' economy policy proposals. Democrats do better with human rights and happiness. Of course, I know Democrats are not angels, and they are also politicians just like their competitors.
At least, liberals should respond to personal boundaries and liberty. Okay, how about we stop here? Welcome to share with me your thoughts, liberals, conservatives, authorities, whatever you want to say. You will find my Twitter and email address on my podcast homepage description. And take care. I will see you soon.